Games Workshop's Basement, hosted by John Cardell, Danny McDevitt, Val Heffelfinger. I'm Dickie, and it's After Dark. Whoa, what a quality transition that is. Guys, ah. <laughs> welcome to Grim After Dark, uh, Warhammer 40K's only late night show for some reason. Uh, my name is John, I'm back behind the desk, poorly lit, incredibly Allegedly. green screened, but I'm ready to misinform, annoy, talk about the goings on, and maybe just keep on going back to that Price is Right well one too many times. Uh, but I'm not going to do it all by myself. First up is a good friend. He brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table. He is a master gazebo builder. It is Danny McDevitt. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, you, you know just what to say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, hey, want to hang out? And then you just change it uh, immediately. <laughs> Hey, actually, um, do you want to help me build a gazebo? That, that's oh, what that's what that's what happened. Yeah, you have a no. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, we don't play no, Warhammer anymore. Talk about models built, though, John, because Val doesn't like that. That's fair. Yeah, he's not here in person. He's here in heckling, uh, but he is also here in person. Uh, joining us as always, our resident fantasy enthusiast and self self proclaimed comedy genius, uh, Val <laughs> Heffelfinger. <laughs> Oh, hi, guys. Oh, why? There we why go. are you in the mood? Damn. That's the audience is not me. Uh, guys, how's it going? Uh, it's another week. Um, uh, the, the record scratch getting mixed reviews. Uh, the production team no. thought it was excellent. Uh, the people like listening that aren't forced not to be ch- here uh, thought it was terrible. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think someone said that it was jarring, and our and our esteemed viewer Bums uh, said that it was not jarring at all. I think that was a comment of support. I'm sticking through that. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick Knight coming in hot. While the presentation is certainly something. If you think the presentation's <laughs> bad, uh, wait for the. Content. I worked on it all fucking day, and and John, you fix your curtain. That's a big day. It's a big day. I got a mallet dark. and I used it to fix my green screen and I can now no longer exit the green screen area because of the mallet. <laughs> he sealed himself in. Hey, uh, if you go to grimafterdark.com, you can find us on all of our social medias. Uh, and then Val, to sum up how our social media went last week, I, I found this image that really kind of tells a great story for us. Um, what, what happened uh, last week? That we got hacked, uh, yes, by an NFT salesman. What? Yeah, crazy. Because I wanted to sell everyone NFTs as a way to get rich podcasting. So the fact that someone did it first, even worse. I bored Terminators. I thought we were going to make a mint on those. (laughs) Uh, Danny, Val, uh, NFTs, obviously, uh, hot commodity. The only thing everyone in finance is ever talking about. If you had to do an NFT of an image or create an NFT of an image, yeah. What would that image be? Um, well, it has to be something that is uh, completely unable to be reproduced. Uh, so for that, it would definitely have to be a very close-up picture of my pores. Like wow. you would do 8,000 individual NFTs for like each individual pore? <laughs> no. Well, no. I would do like one NFT per pore. Ah. It's a money maker. I was just going to say, my body I, uh, is worth billions, John. Ooh, billions. I was just going to say we should use the wing ding dice. 
because uh, we no. didn't do anything with that. And uh, I think, I mean, that was comedic gold. Leviathan is here and actually technically gone as well. But uh, yes. I want to share my journey um, of not actually pre-ordering a box on Saturday morning because uh, I chose not to. But it started wow. at this slide right here. 9.19 in the morning. A little uh -huh. late, but that's okay. I've joined the queue. I was very excited. It's very British. It's it's the best way the game system goes. Then, then we come back a little later on here. 10.05 a.m. Uh, there's an estimated wait time of more than an hour after I've already oh. waited for 46 minutes. Finally, uh, I got into the website, 1058. <laughs> mm -hmm. Finally got on after only wow. two hours. Uh, and then I decided I didn't actually want to buy anything. So so I didn't. Oh, um, really? <laughs> you waited? You, you waited that long? Yeah, I did. Well, uh, there, were no, there were like, no index cards, no mission cards. Like it was just really the box, right? Like And, and like some weird cardboard battlefield you could buy. Like that was uh, all that it yeah. was. And I guess maybe the Lizardman made to order. Yeah, if you want, it, if you want an old Lord Croak. It really goes to show how you much don't. they dislike the fantasy crowd where they add the pre-order for the, the fantasy stuff that everyone loves in with the 40k launch. Wait, I take that back. I do want a Lord Croak. Oh, yeah, too late now. Dope. Did I yeah, miss him? I doubt it. No, I just want his mask. That's all I want. Yeah. He's got a really cool death mask. You can put it on a normal salon. I bet it would look real good. I wonder, uh, would that work? I mean, I have a totally legitimate metal copy of uh, Lord <laughs> Croak just over there. Um, <laughs> I could go pick it up. I don't know if that would work. You keep on know. telling people it's a legitimate copy. GW is going to discontinue it in the game because it was part of the Horus Heresy. Uh, that famous 30k unit Lord Croak. They're, I mean, Yeah, they're going to do a core sample of that thing if you ever bring it to an event, Val, to make sure that it's legitimate. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, new idea. So as, as part of our... our, our, our uh, supposed reach where we don't actually do what we're supposed to do, but as affiliates of the FLG, and we do get certain benefits, including a table at LVO. What if we set up a fake core drilling uh, Forge World authentication table? What <laughs> if we just set up a table and sold only recasts? Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> all the bootlegs. Like we just have like just smells of gasoline and diesel. Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like like everyone just has erectile dysfunction who walks within 40 feet of that place. Like oh, it's, it's a just... 40k event. It's impossible to have <laughs> <laughs> you get like a 55 gallon drum of 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 like of the two different components for resin, and we can start mixing it there, like on the spot. Just go up like, to the GW we, booth and be like, "Hey, man, yeah. can I can I take a look at that Warhound Titan?" Yeah, exactly. Quick? We just fucking create a press. <laughs> We just immediately yeah. take it back to our just just start casting a Warhound Titan in front of the Forge World booth. I, we got some gonzo option opportunities here. What would it be? I think I'm into this. Chat, chat's we behind us. Return it. We can return, hey, return it. Return the war. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking goopy with fucking silicone we all over it. Mold out of it and just destroyed it. That's not okay. Uh, that's really cheap. It's got mold um, release all over it. It's perfect. <laughs> you know, if. If um, uh, we were smart about it, though, uh, as uh, sort of affiliates for the FLGM, we would have used our affiliate code um, yeah, for there's right. a couple of big things that happened this weekend. One 10th edition came out. I probably yeah. could have made a penny on that. Yeah. Um, also, LVO tickets uh, came and went. Uh, guys, how do you yeah. feel about your LVO purchases for tickets? <laughs> Fudge. Uh, well, I, I for this I might forgot. be my first non pandemic LVO miss uh, in eight years. Just because I'll have the little, I've got baby girl coming, so I don't, I don't know if I want to go to LVO. I mean, if yeah. they have a fantasy, they have a fantasy event though. Like, so maybe that's what I'm holding out for, man. 
Maybe. Right? Major Sigmar. This, by the way, is the goodest boy, Seth, who, uh, Seth the Mad Dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, frontline gaming employee, uh, and non-shield huh. Seth, uh, Oster, um, <clears throat> who very liberally sprinkled his uh, affiliate link on, on Discord and several wow. different Facebooks. This guy's got it. This guy's doing it right. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can we yeah. send me an RSVP card with his affiliate code in it? Like, like in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> like for a wedding invite yeah like a wedding invitation he do you think like, he you QR code to give me three dollars <laughs> do you think yeah. he makes his purchases through his own affiliate link so he gets a rebate back on what he oh. buys because that, that would be a double dip that would be that would be advanced class that is, is the podcasting equivalent of masturbation <laughs> uh no i think podcasting is the equivalent of masturbation <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say shout out to whoever frontline social media guy is though, because going through Facebook, I did see uh, this guy pop up over here or over here. Uh, it's an advert <laughs> for their used model store. Uh, sell your used models, 404, Forge World Collection Invalidated. Um, <laughs> for relief. Which I think is a porn thing. I don't know for sure. I mean, that, that robot does look like that wrench is headed south of the border. I'm not going to lie. It looks like he's... Uh, oh, Looks like it's going to twist a nut. Like, yeah. Going underground. <laughs> oh, because not a testicle, but like a nut. Yeah. Well, yep, nut, you would use nut would be on, a, Yeah. Yeah, John, you should be familiar with that after all the nuts that I tightened in that fucking gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit of background for people. This is now the, our second gazebo reference on Grim After Dark. A new I'm, I'm in the dark about this as well. Um, Go ahead. On, on Friday, I purchased a gazebo. And okay. then secretly asked Danny, hey, you want to come hang out Friday night? And he was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Danny comes around and be like, hey, help me build a gazebo. And he did. Oh, the friend. Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I gave him the, the standard price of um, one free gazebo rebuild uh, when Danny comes down for it. Which and is Stella Artois. And a Stella Artois. A single one Stella Artois. Artois. Just one. Yep. Due to my <laughs> rampant alcoholism. Crazy. Stella, you know, Stella Artois is like the Bud Light of Belgium, right? Like it's yeah. it's it is not a quality beer. Well, let's just dip back into this wall one time. Go on. Hey, yeah. we're going right it's, into it already. Yeah, already. Slide it's, seven. Already, already. <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, so this week, uh, Leviathan has launched the tenth edition of Warhammer 40K is coming, but you don't have to buy that giant box for two hundred and fifty dollars. Nope. There are fine people out there selling the units individually. Okay. Um, what I'm going that. to be asking our friends this week is how much are they selling those individual units for? Guys, these are <laughs> buy it now prices that have sold at that buy it now price. Uh, focusing primarily on the Space Marine range. Okay. I feel confident in this. Oh, no, I feel less confident. I've done a lot of research on Tyranids, but not Space Marines. That's I why have, there's no Tyranids on this I side, because no I know idea. you'd be looking on eBay Shit. for things. This is U.S. dollars as well. <laughs> I kept going on. I was tragically... Over by a hair last week. You so the were US. I gotta be US dollar. US dollar minded here. Uh, I'm not twenty five percent off of everything. Val, you almost nailed it several times. Like full respect to you. You, hey. uh, you were just over by a little bit. Just but hey, hey, horseshoes and hand grenades. You know what I mean? Certainly not yeah, prices no, no. redacted. <laughs> uh, first up, they're beautiful. They've been overlooked. They're situationally useful. It's the Infernus Squad, a squad of 10 Infernus boys with pyroblasters, new on Sprue, uh, from a gentleman with 99.7% positive Dang. feedback. 
Again, the entire box with both and uh, with both sets of armies, two hundred and fifty dollars. How much would you pay for Tampire blasters? Here, I'll go first. Yep. Um, I'm going to say fifty-one dollars. <laughs> okay. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. Bum's coming in at eighty-four dollars and twenty-three cents. I think he's doing it Australian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what what's making you go over fifty, uh, Danny? What's making you go under fifty, uh, Val? Over fifty. Um, so okay. So I think this box is going to retail at sixty dollars, and standard price for a sixty-dollar kit on eBay is fifteen percent off at fifty-one dollars. That's why I chose that value. God damn. Okay. That's some that's yeah. some that's some excellent uh uh rationale there. I'm just feeling like market's gonna be saturated, it's gonna be a lot of people breaking this box down. I feel like compared to the total value of the box, you're not getting a deal, but I think relative to other kits, you will also who gives a shit about this particular squad, they're dumb. Forty dollars. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Wow. Yeah, there's Danny good. basing his on standard knowledge of box price sets, Val emotionally reacting to the usefulness of the kit inside. Um, let's see who won that one. Who's closest without going so over? Brains or balls? Let's see what it is. It was brain. It was oh, balls. $44.99. And again, with eBay uh, prices redacted, we do ignore shipping. Because you shouldn't be charging it. Uh, you just charge more for the standard thing. Uh, but $44.99 for a squad of 10 and Furnace Brothers. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's hot in here. Unlike the unit, uh, I would imagine. Oh. I agree to disagree. I think they're great. Yeah. Nope. I think they're good. No one's here uh, to hear about our takes on the game of Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> yeah, why, why can't we just have, like, I don't know, an intercessor squad with a flamer in it? Am I that old fashioned? <laughs> Yes. What Burn is? A, look, look. There's already a unit of flamer dudes. It's called Burner Boys. All right. You want some Burner Boys? Paint yourself green. Get in a truck. Okay. Oldie, oldie, but a goodie. Um, uh-huh. Had a little bit of a glow up. Uh, it is the Warhammer 40k Stern Guard Veteran Squad. Okay. Five times Space Marines, Leviathan pre-order. Okay. Um, these beautiful boys have been making the rounds this week due to their immortal wound output. Oh, uh, <laughs> double tap, baby. Is there only five in the Leviathan box? There is only five. <laughs> that's okay. all you need. That's, I believe, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Danny, that's 76 mortal wounds a turn. Um, roughly, yeah, on average. Roughly on average. On, uh, on, really if, that, if that's the double tap, they're double tapping. I'm just going to, let me just. Uh, go. Well, how much of those boxes? I want to see what the mortal wound rules are. Oh yeah, that's why he didn't want to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my friends at GW. I sat in your queue. Uh, I just already had the thing. Just make just to make himself feel morally less reprehensible. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I built this psychophage. It's a really cool model, though. Oh like, wow! I, I just want to, to complain publicly again that everyone like like I have a lot of. Friends, I'm lucky to have friends out there in the Warhammer yeah. world and in the community. And a lot of them have hookups to rules and, and free stuff. I got nothing. 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 No. 
I didn't get a fucking data slate. I haven't got a fucking dribble of information ahead of not so much as a how do you do or a nothing. Not hey hey you like orcs, Val? Here, buddy. Why don't we just here? Why don't you have a quick peek here? Why don't Why don't I give you a little inside scoop on this? You know, you've done a lot out there. No one gives any love to me. Why? Why no data slates for me? Don't get it. You have such a good relationship with the competitive people at GW. Like why yeah, they wouldn't I mean, send you stuff is like beyond me. Yeah, I've a lot of good I've done everyone in all circuit. Okay, so on this one, I'm gonna go fifty dollars. Fifty. Okay. Ten dollars a boy. Wow. Oh yeah. That was gonna be my guess. Can't guess so, the same thing. Yeah. That would just be, I know. be terrible. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's against what's the, the rules. What side of the fifty dollar coin you gonna wind up on, pal? That's the question. I'm gonna go God, I gotta go over fifty. I'm gonna go fifty-two. Fifty-two bucks. You know what? Fifty-one, John. Because I'm keeping it steady. I'm gonna give you guys hands answers. I will say, bearing in mind, I do pull these on Saturday morning. Um, not necessarily um, after a death watch oh. review. <laughs> well, too late. <laughs> okay. Well, the actual correct price for these boyos uh, was. Forty-seven ninety-five. Ah! Oh my god! For five whole stern guard. I with, guess we both uh, got that wrong, yeah, but yeah, we were you close. Both went yeah. over, even yeah, though we you were celebrated. Over so you like committed to the celebrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. So yeah, Val is uh, still one nil up on Danny. Yeah, I'm uh, moving great. on. Well, we were close there, Danny. I think our hearts were in the right. We our instincts were were playing a red. Yeah, the true stars of the box are up next. Uh, they're beautiful boys. Uh, they are still our most commented on short where people argue about anatomy of how they work because they're they're It's a plastic space figures. Just get over it. It's, it's fine. Um, but it is the new 10th edition terminators, the big boys. How much is a squad of five, uh, Jodenators? Uh, I got a go. Joel Atkins in chat coming in. $65. Oh, 60. Sam yeah, I'm thinking- coming in. Oh, 69. Sam's got my vote. I'm I'm voting sixty nine. That's got to be the answer, right? Well, one dollar. <laughs> I'll spend this entire week creating graphics and watching old episodes of The Price Is Right. <laughs> Get ready for this. Practicing, he's like, gotta be one dollar. Yeah, it's got a montage going on while he does this, like this song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the correct price uh, for this wonderful uh, unit was. Uh, 54.99. Yeah. So Val, uh, not only was he a piece of shit for his uh, yes, <laughs> but he was also the closest without going over. So, yeah. so congrats. Now, John, you don't understand. <laughs> Dude, I've watched a two hour documentary about a guy who broke prices, right? All right. You and know, this like is a guy, this is a guy who like studied all of the prices and was right as a result. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wasn't he bad what a thrilling story. story. Wow. It really anyway. was. Yes, was Danny, try and pull back one. Uh, you can't win. Uh, luckily, that means there's no tiebreaker because I didn't actually. For the record, my real win. guess was forty five dollars. Okay, I did. Peter. I just didn't believe that the Terminators <laughs> were going to like really do a lot. Okay, because it's fair. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't record a tiebreaker this week, so it's a good thing Val won. But uh, for a little <laughs> bit of pride, Danny, uh, the the last one would be the Warhammer forty thousand Leviathan Tenth Space Marine ETB. The list is dread. This one's Nas, tough. 624. Um, another glow up. So as you can see in the top right corner, his foot's already posing the rock. So your dreadnought can Captain Morgan uh, the entire game. Thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm uh, so I'm I'm leading off on this one, right? Yeah, you are. I'm going sixty-four dollars. Sixty-four dollars. Uh, Joel Atkins says sixty-five. Bums in chat with fifty-three. Falcon Hunter with fifty-five. Fifty-five. Uh, Danny, where are you going? Uh, hmm, $42. Oh. oh, interesting. What makes you say 42? Scrolling what makes ahead me say Yeah. Well, you know, I, there's no change. There's no change. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do 69,420 to be totally honest. <laughs> 420 cents, not a real number of cents, but absolutely. Sick to my stomach right now. Uh, so let's uh, find out. 420 cents is $4.20. What is an actual, what is it, what is a redemptor cost these days? Is there like still an easy five, 70? Okay. Right? It might be 70 now. Yeah. Something on it. Uh, but yeah, maybe the, I'm a bit high then. We'll see. The amount. For the Redemptor Dreadnought is oh! $49.99. Brutal. Welcome back, Danny. I did. I forgot Excellent I had a drum roll in here. Excellent work. The very end. <laughs> Guys, I think after all of the work that we have done in various ways to create content and be internet personalities about Warhammer, if this is if this is the thing that does it for us, like I'm all for it. I could just talk. <laughs> if this is what the people want, I could just do eBay prices right uh, every week for the entire show. So let's uh, let's just you know let's this strike is- while the iron is hot. I feel like we got four, dozens of views. Four items is a tremendous time investment for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very fantastic. <sighs> Wonderful. Good effort out there, guys. Yeah. That, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, there we go. We're just going to get back in the spirit of things. What was that? Well, because right now, coming up, we have this. Oh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the price straight theme going on. <laughs> Number, yeah, we're continuing the trend. Uh, we put up our standard disclaimer on the show here. Warning, actual discussion of the game of Warhammer ahead. We don't do it often, uh, but I'm inclined to do it. I will say I've not followed up with 10th as much as I should have. What? And some of the memes here are bizarre and confusing. And Danny, uh, <laughs> they make what me I want you to do, describe here, what, you're say- what you're seeing. Uh, and then why that meme is funny. Really explaining the joke in a oh. way that just makes the joke better. Huh. Uh, okay, so hold the, on, John. But why? Yeah. Because it's the show. The idea with podcasts oh. is I provide content and questions, and then you react. And then, then maybe I throw one back. Sometimes. You know, this is making a lot of things kind of click for me right now. Okay, I think I understand <laughs> what we're doing here. Like, oh, that's what we've been doing for seven years. <laughs> funny <laughs> beautiful um this one uh i picked it's beautiful mainly i picked it because of the googly eyes um and the fact that it has my absolute favorite model of all time right now uh barack obama uh it's the abomament um and then a googly eyed tyranid okay uh, danny what, what's going on here <clears throat> well john uh to explain some rules in layman's terms for you um the uh, Obama has the uh, psyker keyword, mm, uh, yeah. hence the the little caption underneath its uh, its its picture there. Whilst the psychophage uh, shown here with some comically added googly eyes, <laughs> um, <laughs> has his close combat weapon 
has the anti-psyker two plus keyword, wow. and he also has the devastating wounds uh, special oh. attribute for his weapon. So devastating wounds is whenever a critical hit is dealt, um, it transmits the damage of the attack in straight into mortal wounds. Since this guy is a psyker, anti-psyker means that on a two plus any wound roll is a critical wound. So on a two plus, he wounds this guy and then become mortal wounds. I've never put that together. That's why people think that the aha, uh-huh, the anti-blank with devastating wounds thing is clearly a terrible fucking idea. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Danny, uh-huh. I know uh-huh. you have many armies. A lot of the concern coming out from the more vocal members of the competitive subreddits who don't actually play the game is in that um, anti-dash and devastating wound combo. And kind of mm-hmm. the kind of looking at the overall rule set of 10th so far and what we've seen, how, how much of a problem is this? Mm. Well, John, as a philosophically, how much of a problem is it? I mean, it's probably not, but it is seems like it's probably overrepresented in a lot of ways. I think more, 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 more gener- generally, I think I, I'll be interested to see what they do to take the edge off of devastating wounds and specifically anti-blank and devastating wounds on the same data sheets because they're going to have to kind of like it to make it if it does a mortal if it does a critical hit, it's one mortal wound in addition to normal damage, but in addition to normal damage, not just converting straight over. So that way you're going to get one mortal wound yeah. instead of a lot of times two um, or and maybe cap it. I think that's fine too. And that's actually one of the lovely things about having USRs again is that it's not going to like completely fuck up every data slate in the game to make such a fundamental change. No. You giggled at me, but I think I that's mean, right. You well, would I hope mean, so. Unless that, you know, un- like, you know, unexpectedly changes a lot of other uh, <laughs> things all at the same time, you know, like, I mean, when you make, you know, it's like when a butterfly flaps its wings, there's a lot of consequences. So, I mean, the odds that the studio was aware of a butterflies and B that they can fly, um, <laughs> well, let alone outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's like that's given a lot of credit. When GW problem solves, though, the way they do it is they kind of it's almost like if there's a, a hole in the dam and the, that is leaking water, GW will decide to solve that problem by simply removing the dam. I don't know, like. Devastating wounds to me, like it, it just feels like if there was something that was a poster child for a potential nerf, like legitimately, like something that needs to be reduced in power level. That's exactly what we're looking at here. Like they yeah. just they over they over tuned mm-hmm. it, and they can turn that knob below eleven. Like, right, right, guys. They don't have to just take devastating yeah. wounds out of the game. They'll have to define well, it differently. Maybe like what, like literally what what you just suggested, Danny, as like a half step, like just make it so that it an extra mortal wound in addition to the regular damage. And you still have to like, you get the wound, but you still have to like roll an armor save or an invuln. That's really fucking reasonable to me. Still pretty powerful. Um, I think that's dope, you know, but like there's all these like two damage, three damage things that have devastating wounds and they're just going to absolutely nuclearize whatever they're shooting at. Or I mean, fundamentally having a system that has mortal wounds and crits at the same time is dumb. I mean, I really need to say that as many times as I possibly can. Like mortal wounds existed because the previous version didn't have anything like a crit mechanic. That's mortal wounds were the crit mechanic mm. and they were just specific attacks, but they allowed you to get around like a big part of the game 
um, like in situations where like maybe toughness was too much to overcome. And then they came back around and did something that I was such a big fan of, which is to restore toughness as like the leading thing that defines whether or not a model is hard to kill is toughness. And then they just put a back nah. door around it like immediately <laughs> with like, like just, oh, by the way, you don't actually have to roll the wound anymore, guys. Don't worry. A-K-L-L-L. So yeah. I, but the thing is, I think they can fix it. I really do think, and I think they will fix it. For sure. Uh, moving on to this next meme here, Danny, what are we looking at? Okay, so it looks like uh, friendship or attractiveness ended with Hiveguard now only wants uh, Desolation Marines. Mm. Um, That's because Hiveguard and Paler Cannons got famously nerfed uh, when they released the Tyranid data data sheets. They are real bad. Can you tell the rest of the class uh, what happened to Tyranid? They're like, they were strength eight. uh, uh, I think they were minus two and like D3 damage. Um, Feels right. Or maybe they were too flat. Uh, they changed that. To, I don't remember what they were in the current Tyranid book because you never saw them. And now they're <laughs> like strength five, one damage, like minus one AP. Like, so uh, they okay. definitely changed. A, they changed a lot stat wise. And uh, Desolation Marines were already good and are probably the same or better. Uh, they lost some AP, but if they stand still, they ignore the indirect penalty and also the, they also ignore cover. And, and, you can add um, and they're heavy, aren't so, they? Uh, I believe that they blast. are. They're blast. Oh, they're blast. That's yeah. well. Which gun? Yeah, true. <laughs> they have two different guns. So these guys uh, are an innovation of ninth edition, which I, of course, checked out of. So this is the first time I'm really actually taking in uh, this model, uh, and it's some. It's it's something. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. Uh, he's he's uh, so, okay. They look a lot better in person, I think. Uh, <laughs> really, when you get to know them and yeah. their real personality. They got a great sense of humor. Yeah. They got really a, funny. a great set of rules. Yeah. What are you most excited about playing in the new edition? Because like I said, a lot of stuff's got to glow up. A lot of stuff is better. A lot of stuff is tougher. Ooh, I got um, one. I got one. Oh, oh Dickie, Dickie, yeah, what you got? yeah, Dickie, what are you, what, what are you excited S- about? Sniper scouts. Yeah. Oh, sniper scouts are broken as hell. Yeah. This is another so case. Good. Like they're so dumb. Sniper um, scouts and scouts just being able to like vanish, just be able to redeploy. Well, the go sniper the scouts you can't shoot at them unless you're within them. twelve inches. Yes, and they have a thirty-six inch range gun that's like AP minus two, two damage. Precision. It's just yeah. yeah. This is something that you recommended uh, here. Uh, something you want to talk about? What's going on here? Um. <laughs> <laughs> This is a meme of the classic Lord of the Rings uh, conversation between Gimli and Legolas. He said, never thought the Votan, which is represented of Gimli, never, he says, I never thought I would be banned from a tournament side by side with an elf. And the Eldar, which is an Autark helmet, it looks like, he says, how about with a friend? And he says, I I can do that. Uh, re- referencing a uh, bug eater, the bug eater uh, GT, which has uh, recently decided to ban Craftworld Eldar based on previews alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we move on to the next picture here. This is an actual statement from bug eater in which they say, um, also following the president from the community and other events in the past, we will not be allowing Eldari at our event until GW releases an FAQ slash errata for them. If they release one, we will revisit this and update if needed. Uh, Danny, you're like our little Warhammer historian. Um, what president are they following here? 
Um, I would say it's a mixture of Hamilton um, and uh, uh, probably with a slight twinge of Teddy Roosevelt for oh. like the, the the take hold decisiveness of this mm-hmm. uh, this mm-hmm. bullshit of this and, bullshit call. And 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 from a more accurate <laughs> way, from when I realized I mispronounced a word, thank you for letting me know what precedent <laughs> are they following here. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Um, I think it's when they banned Votan. (laughs) It works. Um, I think as we're seeing the actual data data, data sheets drop, um, like, because normally I'm all for communities doing whatever the hell they want. I know, Danny, you're less into that. You're like, sure, play play with the rules. I get it. I get it. Um, Normally, I'd be very much in support of this. But as we're seeing the fact that there's some core broken ass mechanics in this game. I think you kind of just have to embrace this, yeah. embrace the chaos and just just roll with what you got, like whatever the fuck is going to happen. Like think about you, the WTC, like people are right now. Yeah. Like gearing up for WTC and those are like the most serious Warhammer players probably mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. And they have been handed just like an eighth edition, which was a fucking hilarious gong show. They've been handed probably a lot of busted ass shit to like let their imaginations run wild with. And that's just the way it's going to be for a little while, guys. Like, we're going to have to work these kinks out, man. So, yep. I don't know. That's right. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, and, of course, Death Watch players today sitting there being like, please don't notice. Please don't notice. <laughs> please don't notice. Um, as <laughs> hopefully, the busted stuff continues on and on and on. Uh, hopefully, with the Death Guard being very busted, which it won't. But that's okay. We can all <laughs> no. Moving on, we got these guys here. This comes from the independent characters community. Welcome back. Saying, I remember emailing GW saying they should give Data Slates' card several editions ago and then saying something. Oh, you won that? Interesting. We will let the team know. It was their response. And they finally did it. I guess what I'm saying is, this was my idea. Which Neil I left McClellan, your name up there. goddamn hero. I left your name up there, Neil, because I'm assuming this is sarcasm, but we're also going to immortalize you on our <laughs> dark wall as being responsible for index cards. But that comes with negative connotations, too, as the next slide shows. Um, Danny, tell us about the Space Not Marine Index Neil. cards. Respect. I mean, he's really got the organization down. Uh, I'm excited for this binder. You know what I want is some card sleeves and, like, a, a binder that I can, like, and maybe if I can get some extras for trades. Do you think yeah. people will trade with me so I can have more than one of the same data card? <laughs> Do you think people will be like, oh, no way, you got a shiny Stern guard? Yeah, yeah dude, dude, you should I'm just, not- like... Four Hellblaster cards. First, yeah, first tournament, just aggressively proposition people for trades and just bamboozle them <laughs> into doing it. <laughs> now, GW has come out and said that all rules will be available online for free, pre-Codex, yeah. and even after Codex, some of it will still be available there. Uh, these cards will be available separately uh, based on store allocations for stuff before. I'm assuming, like, will be one set per state. Uh, but Danny, what are your thoughts uh, about uh, the the units being kind of physical cards now rather than a book? Do you think so, we're going to get both in the future? So it'll be a book probably. with cards, or will we even yes. get a book? Yeah, we're going to get a book, man. There, there'll be books, but but <laughs> but 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 but, but you got a real uh, sweet deal on. OK I paper. saw an app reference sighting on the most random fo- I can't even I don't even can't even go find it I just remember thinking to myself holy shit they referenced the app uh, maybe it was when they the, were announcing the cards actually be on our discord um and they uh they basically you know the first time they said anything about the app and they were saying that the most up to date version of everything will be available in the app uh, and the app is coming 
And yep. also that I think they also hinted at the PDFs getting kept up to date. For example, if there are any like major changes to a data slate or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, they did know, also cool. rename the current Warhammer 40k app. Uh, you won't know because I think I'm the only person that has kept it installed in their phone this whole time. Um, but is now old Warhammer 40k app. Ah, well, that's into well, that's portend something. That's interesting. So I'm really excited so we can use this real estate in the middle of the screen here to just get really frustrated with an app um, in real time. Oh, it's going to be the, the bit of the century. We can do like Perfect. a price is right where like we're going to add these four units that cost this amount. What is the points going to be that it comes out as? And no one will be able to guess. Stack overflow errors. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We got some more rules discussion coming up here as mm-hmm. uh Classically, uh, in the way of old men yelling at each other in my favorite uh, meme possible this week, which is far too long to read. But essentially, it comes down to uh, when Battleshock tests happen in the command phase. Yes. Um, let's just go through the meme here. It says the ability rule says that it happens at the end of the command phase. Um, but okay. it clearly says in the rules that regardless of when the rule is meant to be played, it happens before Battleshock. Um, and then they're arguing about when Battleshock happens, either before the ability or after the ability, uh, when saying people who've released battle reports of 10th edition already are just doing Battlesh- uh, Battleshock whenever. Um, so, as a famed content creator, yep. um, mm-hmm. 100% knowledge of the rules. Yeah, of course. When does the Battleshock test happen? Can you do it at Whenever any you want. Perfect. Shooting phase. Yep, if you want to. I mean, it can happen in the shooting phase. There's lots of instances of this. But though, for real, in the rules, like I think it says that, that during the command phase. This is this is my question. So it, something that I think everyone immediately thought was cool about Battleshock was that it provided you a way to like interact with the game without having to kill everything. Mm-hmm. For example, right. like it's a very essential unit holding an objective. Instead of having to murder everybody, maybe you just Battleshock them and they don't hold that objective no more. Unfortunately, whoopsie doodle. Uh, they test for their battle shock, by the looks of it, before uh, points are scored uh, in the command phase. Therefore, removing from the game a cool possible like tactical thing that you could do. Danny, do you think that this was intended, or if they maybe just fumbled where they put testing for battle shock in the command phase? Yeah, I think it probably needs some kind of an FAQ or something like that. Um, it's clear. It's clear right now, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, clear. it's clear, but it doesn't. It seems like against the intent of what of what the rule is supposed to be, right? Because it's supposed to be a disadvantage. We're gonna skip down to some listener questions. Really, kind of get back to the heart of the of the show, uh, which is not 40k whatsoever. Um, we've done a lot of that tonight. Yep. Um, but if you want to ask edition. your own question, uh, fuck you, pay us. Go to grimafterdark.com. <laughs> go to the Patreon. <laughs> Hell yeah! You can drop in your Patreon questions, and we will ask them on the show. Uh, and guys, we got some good ones here tonight. All right. Uh, question one uh, comes from which 40k character is the most attentive lover in ninth edition? Oh. Follow up, who will be the most in tenth edition? Oh. I'm going to go with uh, most attentive lover in ninth edition would have to be one of the watchers in the dark of of Lionel Johnson. Oh, interesting. Really okay, woke him up. Yeah, you know, got him out of that. Got him sword. out of that stupor. Got him out of that stupor. What about tenth edition guys, who's the most attentive lover there? A tyrannid thing. Yeah, the, hi- the high respects. I was just thinking that was my call because he's got the tongue. <laughs> That's fair. What? Okay. What? Forty k porno names for units. Go. 
It's got to be the squad of Slanesh Blaster Masters. (laughs) (laughs) He got there. This guy here, he said, I just found a food truck named Tie Me Up, which just happens to combine two of my favorite things, Thai food and light bondage. Uh What are some good names for food trucks in the 41st millennium? Okay, here's one. It's a bar called On the Grocks. They serve uh, grok steaks and cocktails. Are they like the, the... the KFC Come double on. downs where it's like Come a Crocs yeah. bun instead of like, yeah. <laughs> just Crocs me. Just, just Crocs me. Um, which factions are most <laughs> likely to be banned when 10th launches hard mode, no craft worlds? Um, I'm going to go out of the gate here. It'll be a little controversial. Uh, mm. Female space marines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't beat that, John. Come on, dude. <laughs> no God. girls allowed. <laughs> not in my hobby yeah Val <laughs> furiously printing out uh, heads with top hats for his misters of battle to eradicate all women from the game of 40k <laughs> <laughs> misters of battle oh uh, no yeah. oh no what what faction are you banning and why ban one no craft worlds no elder at all actually death watch yeah it seems like death watch would be uh, next up uh, with with uh, another busted interaction with the whole anti slash devastating wounds thing happening, and then after that, I would ban orcs because uh, they're stupid, yeah. and then uh, yeah, and then space wolves. Yeah, That's a sense. close yeah. third. Yeah, I would FAQ space wolves to only have wolf and hammers as weapons. <laughs> also, chaos space marines won't be banned, but chaos space marine players will be banned from the game hey. for. For ha- for good reasons, like oh, yeah. they, they, you're, you're a world eater player, happy, happy, happy place. Their models are allowed in the tournament, but they just have to stand outside and fog up the glass <laughs> and complain the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, also, another faction I want to ban yeah, is factions where you explain to me each individual model's name and battle owners before the oh, battle. Custod- custodies players got it. John, how ready are you for our first game? Because I've got a <laughs> notepad. <laughs> What army? What army uh, will will be the most shockingly busted? Um, I think Death Watch obviously probably is already like they should. They have no right to be busted. But like, who's going to limp in there and suddenly be so OP? I I have an answer. I I think it's it's, chaos. uh, No knights. I think knights of either variant. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I think knights are going to be unbelievably scary. Uh, the, yeah. the towering keyword gives them the ability to see through terrain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no knights. Can't hide from knights. Mm, yeah. Unless they're true line of sight blocked. Danny, I'm excited you to can't, learn You can't about teach your... tall. You can't teach tall, guys. I'm nope. excited to learn about all of your Dark Angels characters' names as I unpack my Chaos Knight army. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to gone. finally get a knight's army. It's that fine. feels like some, That feels like what I should have always been playing this whole time. Like that is big stompy boys. You don't have to think with just Dude, like great. the lowest effort army of all times. My move yeah. with my knights is called the poker chip. You just push it all into the middle, and then whatever happens happens. Did Chat GPT <laughs> write that for you? No, it didn't. That's Quinal original. I get one good joke every year, and that was a couple of years ago. Oh. Um, that's been everything uh, for Grim After Dark. Danny Val, you want to throw anything in there, Dicky? Uh, anything into the end you want to add? Busy right now. I'm making. I'm naming all my guys, and I'm tagging you in the Discord, sense. and I'm going to write their names. Beautiful, perfect. Um, uh, remember, there's probably a link in the show notes uh, for for Frontline. I think where they still want to support us. Um, 
Then also GrimAfterDark.com for all your, your notes. Well, we're going to wrap that up. Uh, good night from Grim After Dark. We'll see you next week.